You guys ready to party? It is time for the second round's Florida edition show. Welcome. Is everywhere. All the uh, chicken wing waitresses are applauding our entrances. The wing house girls. The wing house girls are. The wing house girls of Central Florida. We 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 again appreciate all of your support. Yep. Um, time after time again. It is it is our core audience, so we're really thankful for them. Yeah. Um, this is Big Money Eddie, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, folks? Um, I'm doing wonderful. Um, and with me is the ever mysterious, ever dark. Newly blonde. Newly blonde. The little sister you never knew you wanted. It's your girl, Ashley Stashbox. What's up, guys? So how's everything, Ashley? Everything's good. Um, work is crazy. <clears throat> I think I say that every fucking yep. time. Um, but just figuring out what I'm doing, my roles, all that stuff is fun. But I've got a really good group of... People in the front of the house with me that support me and are like my little babies and oh, basically become like the mama annoying bear. Always checking <laughs> in on them, like how's everybody doing mentally? Are we good? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's see, it, I I kind of get it as you know as a teacher, you have yeah. to deal with a hundred and twenty something employees, if yeah. you will, having to deal with all their little psychological issues all the time. Oh yeah. It's interesting, but I'm the worst one. I think it's like I'm dealing with like a hundred of my different um, issues, plus everybody. And trying else. to keep up with theirs. Yeah, it's 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 a tough life in a leadership role, but you know. Yeah, we'll be heading there tonight. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be heading there tonight. If you want to check us out, the Wing House girls are definitely going to be there. <laughs> oh yeah, so. they're always there. They're always there, just checking out. So. Episode 63, it's awesome. I'm excited for this episode. Um, one of the things that I really um, enjoy about um, this new approach that we have to the show is um, how we tackle things that we are actually interested in. Yeah. And in Netflix, uh, which, by the way, in the last few, these last three years, they've just bombarded with such amazing content. Oh, it yeah. comes to just... Not just TV shows, which is what people are used to, but documentaries. Like, really exciting documentaries that I I just, you know, devour. But one of the more interesting ones came in uh, uh, last week, actually, um, on the 15th. It's called The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Um, uh, So, and I don't know if you folks have watched it, but we watched it and we were amazed by this documentary. What what were your initial thoughts on it? Um, At first, I didn't want to watch it because um, I'm not like big on sports documentaries um, because I don't care about sports. But then I remembered the story (laughs) of Aaron Hernandez and I was like, oh, that's the football player that like killed a guy and then killed himself in prison for like money or because he was gay. And then I couldn't really remember it. And then I was like, fuck it. Either way, that sounds like a hell of a story. I'll watch it if it's not super football heavy. So um, me and God Babe uh, cranked it out one night. We watched the whole thing. And the episodes are long. Yeah, they are. Very long. Because I remember when the first one started, I was like, oh, are they just going to wrap it up? 
<laughs> yeah, because it starts immediately with... And then well, I was like, wait, there's still like another 45 minutes left? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, and two more episodes. Okay, some shit's happening. Yep. Obviously, oh, and some shit does happen. Th- this is like... One of the things that I, that, that I love about this documentary is... It when it, when they talk about the mind of Aaron Hernandez, they really go into like all the aspects, like how was his social life, uh, how was he as a you know an athlete, yeah. um, his family life, all the shit that went down, and it's a really messed up life. Uh, like it's not like you can just say like, well, I, that's why he killed them. So sorry about that. No, it's not justifying uh, no. why he. Killed all these people, but there's no justification for that. It's just a matter of understanding how people like that eventually get to that place. Yeah, which is what what I found really interesting. So, my my I loved it, and um, one of the things that I love is for the people who are going to watch it, it's just three episodes. Yeah, but it, it, and it jumps down time from throughout the timeline, goes back and forth from his his uh, trial. And back into his early days during his football time, it just goes all, all over. One of the things that surprised me, though, from this documentary, which I did not know, because I just knew about the murder from, of Odin. Yeah. That's the murder I think everybody knows about, really. Yeah. But when you start going down uh, and start seeing the documentary, which... I, thank again, God, yeah, thank God they started like really investigating that Odin Lloyd case yeah. because without that, they would have never had looked at and found all that other evidence. There's a bunch of evidence that, that people swept under the rug just because for other crimes, <laughs> though. Yeah, it wasn't just like yeah, it wasn't just like oh, he was smoking pot and that no, no, and no. like that. Okay, yeah. that really bugged me because it seems like the people that were like talking about his marijuana use made it like they've never smoked pot before agreed yeah it was a reefer madness sort of like thing like i don't none of my stoner friends want to get up and go rob people actually it's the opposite effect and murder (laughs) them (laughs) yeah it's like hey let's lay on this couch and talk about conspiracy theories and order a pizza like we're not getting up. We're not going anywhere. No. Let we're so paranoid. You think we're gonna take no. somebody out into the woods and kill them? No. no. Which is again, and which is when you start looking at it, it's not like the little. It was like little misdemeanors, like smoking pot or anything like that. No, these these were other murders. Yeah. Other murders over crazy <laughs> things. It was like spilling a drink in a nightclub. Yep. These two guys that were just going out for a night out on the town in the theater district, yep. which I don't know why they didn't just say the gay part of town. Yeah, they kept calling it the theater district. I think they wanted they didn't want they didn't want because they talk about that before they start talking about um, another revelation of Aaron Hernandez's life, which is that he experimented with men. So I think they wanted to do that big reveal later. But it's like. Why, but wasn't he out with, like, everybody? Like, he was out with his, like, homies. Yeah. Wouldn't they be like, why are you taking us to this kind of bar? (laughs) (laughs) Why, where are all the ladies? (laughs) And as a football player, well, I don't know. There's got to be tons of gay guys that know about, like, football players, and they would be like, holy shit. 
Yeah. Like, that's Aaron Hernandez. Why is he at a gay bar yeah. doing shots out of a guy's Speedo? You know? Yeah. Like, that would be weird. I don't know if that happened. That'd be crazy if it did. I kind of want to watch that. The Speedo shots? Yeah. Aaron Hernandez doing shots out of dude's Speedo. Well, but, well then again, you, found him, you find him yummy, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> and I've spoken with a lot of other females, and they all agree... That's why it's kind of a lot of people, a lot of the girls I know don't want to watch it because of that. Really? Yeah. So, see, but I think it just makes it more interesting because, you know, it's like that Ted Bundy, like, mystique of, like... You know. He is so much way better looking than Ted Bundy. Oh, I don't agree, but I'm saying is that... He's like Channing Tatum and, like, A-Rod. Yeah. Yeah. He, or, or or like one of these like uh, you know uh, reggaeton rappers uh, yeah. mixed in with with, yeah. with Channing Tatum. Yes. Like, like Nicki Jam or something like that mixed yeah. in with Channing Tatum. Yeah. With a little bit of Bad Bunny. Uh, <laughs> I don't He's know about that. He's definitely on my gross crush list now. Bad Bunny. No. Ew. No. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah. see, but the thing is, this this dude was grew up in a really strict uh, household. He's Puerto Rican, uh, and his father um, was a strict Puerto Rican father. That traditional alpha male sort of like uh, authoritarian. Uh, so he really looked up to his father, um, and his father died. Yeah, and that really messed him up, and probably uh, led him. It's one of the things that people attribute to one of his spiraling down out of control because his mom was messed up. Well, the mom moved in a new boyfriend, what, like three months later? Yeah. After the dad died? It wasn't like the best boyfriend because if it wasn't like a, a good boyfriend, like, you know, we have we know countless stories of... Well, I feel like a good boyfriend wouldn't move in three months after the father had died I, and take, it, take place in his bed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a good person would know boundaries. But like, hey, you know, we just met. Or and you got kids like big kids, not even little kids. You yeah, got big kids. This isn't something that we can just like jump into. Yeah, like I need to like sit down with them. <laughs> like we need to have a few like meets and then maybe let them know we're dating. Like I feel like that's how normal adults yeah handle stuff like that. But then this guy was a psycho too. Yeah, like and then and he was giving him like alcohol too and things like that from what was from the documentary like uh, it's just like well he was also going when that all that was happening he was going to the aunt's house yeah. that tanya yeah who Another... we we find out is kind of not a good character yeah not somebody you want in a, a teenager's life yeah. it, from the from the outside perspective you start with you know sympathy for towards oh, her oh yeah she's she, going through cancer she's, she's a big she's a big you know she's dying she's, she's a cuddly she looks, woman she looks like a big mama bear yeah and you're like oh my god this poor lady she's, she's been trying, through so much she's trying to be there for she's, her nephew she's taken in her nephew after he loses his father and then you find out that she's like oh yeah you can smoke in my house here, have some cigarettes, have some weed, have some beers. That's not, no. Inviting all the miscreants from the it neighborhood. Looked, it looked like all the kids in the neighborhood knew you could go to Tanya's house to throw a party. Yeah. Or you could tell your mom, like, hey, I'm going to Tanya's house. And, like, all the parents in the neighborhood were probably duped by her, too. Like, oh, she's just, like, a big, big old nice lady. Yeah, she No, can... she's a fucking, probably a pervert. 
Probably. I don't know, but if you're if you're at that age or you're hanging out with like kids and giving yeah. them like booze and stuff, you're probably wanting some action. Yeah, you're a pervert. And at worst, and, and at best case scenario, because that's worst case scenario. At best case scenario, you're you're a permissive person. Yeah. And you're not bringing structure to somebody's life. No. Loving somebody also includes bringing structure, and she did not bring any fucking structure. Into and we it. later find out that she's just a she's as big as <laughs> a piece of shit as every like uh, the murderers. Yeah. Oh, you got a you got a car that was involved in a, a shooting. Hide, hide in my house. Hide it in my fucking house. Hide it in my garage. Nobody will look there. Yeah. Oh, wait. You're going to keep murdering people? Oh, shit. They're going to come looking for it. Yep. So crazy. And she never, ever, and this is the part that really surprised me the most. She never spoiled anything. She never revealed anything. And no. She and was she went so to- right and died. She went to jail with cancer. And she died. With this is like, I went like, are we serious? <laughs> when I started looking at this, I went like, this lady is without a doubt like beyond the most loyal person I've ever met. Like it's it's stupid loyal. But if like, does she have kids? Because if she had kids, and oh, I'd be pissed off. I would be livid. I'd be like, really? You can do that for that my fucking cousin for what him? The fuck. What the fuck? But. I think she also that she also played a bigger role in Odin Lloyd's case. Yeah. Than we will ever know. Yeah. Because everybody that knows is dead. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. I hate when shit like that fucking happens. Which makes it this even more juicy. You got Because yeah, we'll never know the full story. Like making a murderer. <laughs> yeah. All over again. But with celebrities. <laughs> yeah. But here was like. The weird part. So he's obviously not smart. Aaron Hernandez had a lot of hits to the head. Yeah, a lot of hits. Which is something that I've also found really interesting. That what was his name? What was the football player's name they talked about that first? They first figured out oh, about I, the I, CTE. I, yeah, I forget Junior Seau. Yes. I don't know. I'll check it out while you. But the fact that he. Was so messed up from taking, like, from playing football, all those hits to the head. And they did a scan of his brain, and he knew something was wrong with his brain because when he committed suicide, he shot himself in the chest to save his brain for science. Oh, uh, uh, Mike Webster. Really? That's the first. There are other cases of people who committed suicide and things like that. That's different. But the first case was with Mike uh, Webster. Ah, okay. Well, that was the one they talked about the most. Yeah. On, um... Yeah, because it's not it's not that he was diagnosed, but people post-death, uh... Well, they did a scan of his brain after yeah. he died. And they compared it to a normal brain. And did you see how crazy it no, looked? No, it looked like it, it, it was... It was messed up. Yeah. It was completely messed up. And then they did the same thing to Aaron Hernandez's brain after he was after he died, and his looked just as bad, if not worse. No, and my thing is now one of the things that this is something that uh, I'm I'm looking right now for the people who who 
have committed suicide. They have a list of all of them. There's a junior, uh, junior Seau. Yeah, junior Seau. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's one of the best examples because it was around the same time. But I thought it was crazy that he knew and he shot himself in the chest and said, Yeah. Look at it. Something's wrong with it. Yep. I, I just, yep. I just, one of the things that I love about that, the whole thing is that, again, going back to like multiple reasons for it, you know, you have a fucked up childhood upbringing or at least the second half of it. Yeah. Uh, then you have like poor choices and with people you're hanging out, but then you also have the medical side of it. Like some of these people who commit like murders and things like that do have like that mental like problems that people don't diagnose on time and and, and it causes all these fucked up choices that they make. 100%. And apparently some of the, the things at which when people started seeing, because one of the things for Aaron Hernandez is that people... Always knew that he was impulsive. Yeah. Like, stupidly impulsive. And we're going to go to some examples of the impulse, his impulsivity. But the other thing is that they, it also, it, they make, they become violent. They become depressed. That's why we, there's like seven cases of suicide because of people diagnosed with CTE. So, it's a bunch of different problems. It, it, it was so bad that, the, that uh, many football players have retired early just to avoid the CTE. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't, you can't blame them. That's, it's damn, not <laughs> on their brains, but their bodies, too. Yeah. Like, their muscles and bones end up being like that of, like, an 80-year-old's when they're in their 40s, and that's terrible. Which is the part of the football that they included into the documentary that I actually enjoyed. I went, The like, drugs. Yeah. He was talking about the drugs yeah. like crazy. It seems like they're all sent out there high. Yeah. And not, like, street drugs. This is, like, medical shit that they're injecting in them yeah. to make them feel like no pain and yeah. fucking go. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. This It's just the same thing, like, for example, uh, going back to history lesson, uh, Nazi Germany, when they sent their soldiers out to fight, uh, a bunch of people who were fighting against them were like, these motherfuckers are, like, superhuman. The cocaine. Not only just... <laughs> it's not just cocaine and everything like that. They infused them with uh, uh, the early examples of crystal meth yeah so it it eventually developed like we see it now and like for example breaking bad or anything like that but like early examples of crystal use of crystal meth were from nazi soldiers so you just put them high and yeah and they're just out there just fucking running yep kill destroy and it's just the same thing with these football players who are going like they're in pain and everything they start getting these painkillers and things like that and they, you just keep running, and then they don't realize the damage they're doing to their bodies until no. they get out of the painkillers. No. And then all of a sudden, all this pain weighs in. Yeah. And this happens the same thing to wrestlers, too. Uh, wrestlers have uh, a huge, oh, yeah. a huge uh, problem with that. And there's been a bunch of documentaries about that, too. It's just like, to what point do you want to entertain people to... The- <laughs> That your whole body's fucked up by the end of it. I don't know. That I couldn't. That's a whole thing. Yeah, I know. It's it's a whole different issue. But going back to impulsivity, this motherfucker, when he went to Gainesville, because he, he, he... One of the things that they always mention is that Florida, even though he was really violent in Florida, it was better for him 
than going back to to Connecticut. Yeah. Like, because in Florida, he even killed two people. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, because there's the bar incident where somebody was like, remember uh, at the the first time he went to Gainesville at the bar and then he had the fight? Yeah. Which, by the way, he just had a a a bottle of beer and started smashing somebody in the head with it. You know, what normal, normal. But then uh, there was a double shooting in a uh, in a uh, in Gainesville, which were uh, which was with people that actually like kind of looked at him. Oh yeah. Oh, the two guys. Yeah. The no two wait, guys. no that that was the Boston one. No. Because he's he's shot at so many people, it's yeah, so hard it's, to keep track. No, it's that's the fucked up part. It's like he there was these two guys that they were at uh, at a traffic light, and then he were like they were looking at him. Oh yeah, they didn't die though. Yeah, they didn't die. It was non fatal shooting. Corey Smith and Justin Glass in yep. Gainesville. Yep. Those guys got shot at because they looked at him funny, basically. Looked at him funny. What the fuck? He obviously, like, that, like it's probably a mix of them football drugs, the booze, and the brain damage. Yeah. His childhood. Like, all the factors are there. Yeah. It's just what was going to be the catalyst. And it's like... Now, what was funny is that during his time in Gainesville, though, like, the coach from Gainesville, who's, like, one of the greatest coaches from, like, college football of all time. Um, I don't know a lot about football, but, you know, I'm basing it off of what the documentary said. Yeah. <laughs> so, thing is, they try to, like, this guy, the coach is, like, super Christian and, and like, uh, part of the team is Tim Tebow, who, if oh you God, don't know. Yes, because it's the Tim Tebow times. Tim and, Tebow times, and that's yeah. John 316 all the time. So, you know. A lot of Christian things, you know, Christian prayer groups, Christian uh, Bible study and things like that. I may have like went to an, I went to one game in like 2000 and when was it? I may have went to one of his games. It was like 2006, <coughs> like that fall. Yeah. I don't know. I could have been. I don't know. I was wasted. I don't remember who was playing. Were you chocolate wasted? Yeah. but it's like like they tried to rescue him that's those are the like the things that that bogged my mind he was going to bible study and stuff with them they're praying for him they were calling his brother and things like that but the and there are some people and when you see it there there are certain things that he was doing better like he wasn't hanging out with so many terrible people but at the end of the day, when he got the call to be with the Patriots and he got drafted for the Patriots, because, you know, at least something positive about him. Dude, even though with all the stupid things that were going on with his life, all the drugs he was using, all the all the mess up shit, dude was like a stupidly really good player. Like, oh, yeah. Stupidly. Like, when they were giving out numbers and things like that, I don't know a lot about football, but I was going, that's a fucking good player. He found a good combination of, like, weed and football drugs and working out. Yeah, no, for sure. And living on that lifestyle and still looking as ripped as he looked, I went, like, motherfucker, you. I know. 
I was like, what the fuck? That's why the cops had to put that shirt on him when they arrested him. Because yeah. I remember seeing in the video, when they knocked on the door, he was shirtless. Yeah. And you know they walked in there, and then they handcuffed him. And then they're like, we can't walk this rip motherfucker out here. All the women are going to be swooning. That's why they put that shirt on him. And that's when Hernandezing started that fucking yeah. meme. Yeah. Which I'm very glad I never took part in, because that's terrible. I remember seeing people do that downtown for like jokes, and I never understood it. And then seeing the documentary, I'm like, wow, that's shitty. He's literally <laughs> getting arrested for murder. And people are like, let's make a meme out of it. But, you know, I think the worst part of that murder, particularly the Odin one, is that, and not everybody knows this, too. It's basically like his brother-in-law. Yeah. What the fuck? He ruined a family. Not just with the murders of killing people, because that's already fucking up with people, but... His wife or fiance and her sister do not talk anymore. No. Thanks to this motherfucker. Yeah, money and him. At the end of the day, it's money and him. Yeah. I honestly, when I started looking at this, I went like, I, I was, I was amazed at how fucking messed up this motherfucker was. Oh yeah. So what did you find the most intriguing part of the whole like re revelations that happened there? The security camera footage. All the security camera footage. I just couldn't understand how he thought he could get away with all that. Maria was saying the same shit. All that footage. <laughs> He's literally walking around his house carrying a gun 20 minutes after somebody was just murdered. No, what I love the best is when they're asking his fiance, what does he have in his hand? I don't know. It appears to be a long black It's thing. just like a black blob to me. Girl, you know damn well that's a fucking gun. He's holding it like a gun. He ain't holding it like it was like a, con a remote control or a... <laughs> nope. A dildo? Nope. He, he could have held it like a boomerang. He could have done anything else, he was, but no. He was holding it like he was an extra in, like, Bad Boys. It was insane. <laughs> He's walking around the house. Ugh. And then his his dirty friends sleep on his fucking couch. He mm -hmm. just walks down there. Here's my baby. And you know no one's showered, and you know everyone's got morning breath, and you know that's just a smelly, dirty gross man situation mm -hmm. and they all just murdered somebody and it's just like what the shit and then they pile into the fucking rent a car and then the the, the, the two friends drive off and then Hernandez is just sitting there bouncing a baby on his fucking knee yeah. like it's insane I love I love when she starts eliminating evidence uh, and it's just caught on camera with she's the they, gun they safe have, they have a hundred fucking cameras and it's she's, I don't know where I, I don't know where I put it. Girl, what do you mean I don't know where you put it? We see you walking on a hundred different cameras. We got angles from every point of view. You that big ass fucking backyard. Her dragon I don't know. I don't know. It could, it was a fridge. A fridge? <laughs> and then you find out your ride or die for a dude. That is potentially was banging the goofiest looking guy on the football team <laughs> when he was in high school. That to me That is, revelation is is interesting. But and his dad was so proud. Like as my son. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he started out as a tight end, but he ended up a really? wide receiver. Like, <laughs> I was, I, was, I thought, yeah, yeah. My, what? Yeah, go, go on around. I feel, I feel the rant coming. I feel the ash. But it just, coming. I feel, I don't. Ugh. I just, the whole thing feels like fabricated. Kind of, because you know, at the end of the day, no one's just sitting up there telling their story for free. He's hoping to get a book deal out of this. He got Netflix money out of it. I've already seen his ass on 2020 talking about how him and Hernandez were in love and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, like, come on. Like, why don't you speak your piece about your sexuality and stop dragging people? Like, that's just, this man is dead. He can't defend himself. He can't. He can't yeah. say yes or no. So right now it's just you cashing checks and flapping your fucking mouth. Apparently, it's terrible. The one I, I do I believe that his story. I do believe it. Do I believe it was that they were in love? That's the part that it's believable. It's believable. It's not believable that, with anybody. Yeah, but it's the part that kind of makes me go like not in love is that I think he, he's just. Maybe he was attracted to to him and went like, you know what? I'll bang you. Why not? I'm I'm a stud. You get me? Yeah. But in, he ain't no way. He, he is not a he is not a receiver. If you get what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's uh, controlling the whole situation from what you can tell from him. Like that's like this ultra alpha male like fuck anything because you it know dominating. Real, it got really like abducted in plain sight when yeah. that guy came on. He just it just was like I don't know. It just felt like so weird for him to just be talking like so. It was a big secret then, and then and then he flips it on you at the end and is like I'm by. Hmm. So my thing is though the thing that the thing that sold me on his story though is not what he said is that everybody that was uh, that was close to him during his football time that there were rumors that he was sleeping with men and that people knew about it during in the NFL but then they never saw him doing anything Yeah but even like they were interviewing like that out football player now he doesn't play anymore he's retired but he was like, I wish I would have known. I would have talked to him. I, I would have told him, you know, same buddy. Like, yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. But, but but there's also the jailhouse lover who looks like a freak. Prison tats all over the face. Like, scary. Yeah. And I feel like probably the high school boyfriend was like, I kind of look like that. Yeah. He's got a type. I could get some monies from the National Enquirer. I'll he's, say. He's got a tank. And his dad's like, yep, that's my boy. His dad seemed really proud. Yeah. Like, uber proud that yeah. that was his son. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He slept through there in Hernandez. Like, what? Come on. He's got his ass beat by Aaron Hernandez. His dad's a really big football fan. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care what is the context. <laughs> Hug it, chug it, football. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one of the other things that really surprised me is the lawyer, who was the same lawyer for Casey Anthony. I screamed. Taco didn't realize 
Because there's certain faces you don't expect to see on your television without warning. Yeah. And, and that's him, one of them. It's like seeing Voldemort. Yeah. Like, well, what are you doing? I, I get maybe it's not the same for people that don't live in Florida. Yeah. I'm sure like people in New York or California and Montana could not care less about Jose Baez. But when I saw him come on my television screen, he's our Johnny Cochran. I went, what the fuck is he doing on the TV? I was so, and then I saw that he was his lawyer. I go. Oh, get he did it. He did it. I was like, so he did it. It was like I wasn't denying, like I I wasn't questioning it yep. at any point that he did it. The evidence is overwhelming. He was stupid enough to just have everything show up. On. There's literally like footage of him driving to a murder, and then five minutes later, you saw the timestamp yep. of the car going to the field, and then it coming back. It was like five and a half minutes. So it was probably like they dragged him out. To be fair, very efficient. But Mo- yeah. They probably monologued a little bit. I'm out of the Hernandez and I'm a thug. And probably held the gun this way. Oh, sideways. that's a kill shot. It's a kill shot. You know he held the gun to the side. With those tattoos and how low he keeps his pants. Yeah. He definitely held the gun to the side. And you know those two buddies. This is what we know as Puerto Rican trash. Gaffrey. You know his buddies were probably like, yeah, like gassing him up. Which, what was the, like, I really want to know why. But anyways, what? That's like probably three minutes. And then they're like, what do we do? Do we just leave? Do we leave any? No, fuck it. There's evidence everywhere. Let's just leave it and get in the car. Five and a half minutes after driving, they're driving back by a bunch of security cameras paying tolls on camera. It's just like the dumbest. Because <laughs> again, it's... Some cash. Not in his defense. He might as well have used his debit card at yep. every toll if he could have. Signed autographs. Right, so with a right, gun in his hand. Little, oh, little post-it note going like, I did it. Yeah. Oh my God. In in his defense, and not in terms of that he was dumb, but rather that he doesn't think about these things is that it's the impulsivity. You get me? He's so impulsive that he just goes like, I need to do it. I'm going to do this and shoot. shoot." And he goes, he doesn't think about the consequences or he doesn't plan these things out. It's just like an animal lashing out. 100%. Which makes me think his chick sucks. Yeah. She's, she's ride or die, but to a fault. He can come at her with anything. Literally anything, and she's like, yeah, okay, all right, if that's what you want to do. But they've been together since high school. I know, and it's, I want to know what her opinion is on the boyfriend from high school. Mm -hmm. Like, what do those two have to think about each other? Like, I don't even remember that goofy boy's name. I have no idea, but Goofy Boy. <laughs> My thing with the whole uh, when he he does the, the murders and afterwards, because spoiler alert for people who don't know, he commits suicide yeah. at the end. Um, for some fucked up reason that we'll talk about later. But what I love is that you know Attorney Bias. He says that he believes that he didn't commit suicide. Oh, is he pulling like an Epstein thing? Yeah. That's his main focus. That he didn't commit suicide. 
It's so stupid. Yep. But he's still pushing, and I saw that recently, that he's still pushing for uh, legally for that. Still going for that. That's weird. Yeah. It's <laughs> and messed up. But it's like, at the end of the day, Odin Lloyd's family just wants justice for what happened to their son. They got that whole thing revoked, the abate. Well, which is why he one of the reasons why people thought they they were going to that he was going to commit suicide, which made sense when you start thinking about it. Because which he, is I can understand them wanting all of that fixed, but there's nothing to gain unless it's his life insurance policy from Aaron Hernandez, like um, suicide being ruled a murder. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing to gain from that. Yeah, you're just going to waste. Like, there's no evidence yeah. that he was murdered. I don't know what's the strategy he's going for, but the, he, the dude is brilliant. He's like an evil genius lawyer that, unlike, for example, like a Johnny Cochran, who wasn't like, I wouldn't call him a genius. He's just good at moving things around a little bit. This guy is like literally an evil genius. He'll, he'll change a whole... The whole conversation will be changed based on what he's talking about, and he gets people out. Yeah. No, it's literally like he writes a fantasy story of yeah. what he thinks should have happened in a not like in a parallel, but universe. in a believable way because it's it's the part that like for example the other murders he didn't he wasn't found guilty of because this dude started. Because he wasn't the lawyer for the first round for the murder of Odin Lloyd. Yeah. Which is, many people believe that's why he was found guilty. Because if he would have hired Baez, he might have gone out free. But the other ones then, he started, he started, uh, you know, moving forward. And he started getting everything that Aaron wanted. So everything was moving in Aaron's favor. Which is... The interesting part is he committed suicide, but things were moving in his favor. Was he just looking for that little, uh, you know, uh, what's what's it called? Loophole that if you commit suicide, then you're you're found uh, innocent and then people get, get paid back. But the, the big question in the documentary is, but they, he knew that he things were moving in his favor. Yeah. And with bias... It was probably that it was going to happen. Yeah. Even the overturning of of, of his uh, of his sentence because they were going to appeal. Yeah. So, those are the questions that are. But yeah, but it also happened right after he won that last case. Mm-hmm. That's when all that gay molestation stuff came out, and then it was on the news, and. I pretty. It's like, did he want to face that? Like, who knows? It was like the weirdest fucking timing ever. Which is, ever for which him. is the thing that if he committed suicide because of the reveal that he was gay yeah. or bisexual, either or, um, then was it true? Because he just didn't want to face the fact that it actually did happen. Yeah, and why didn't he leave his lover a note? Well, maybe he was pissed off. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Yeah, I'm tired of you. I also hate how he talked. Oh my god, he sounded like one of my exes, and it was really bugging me. Like, the whole time. Like, the entire time. 
Yeah, like, it's like, uh, yeah. The uh, identical. So much stuff. So much stuff. Identical. Like, like, identical. It was, like, kind of creepy. But. You know, now I'm judging you a little bit because you dated somebody who talked like that. Well, <laughs> it was obviously when I was younger. <laughs> Duh. Well, true. But, you <laughs> I, I really think that this uh, Aaron Hernandez, the story of him is... What can we learn about this Aaron Hernandez guy? Don't trust football players. They're all sneaky. <laughs> they're either lying about one thing or they're lying or they're high on drugs. But you know, there's something... They're missing part of their brain. They're... I don't know. I'm honestly terrified. You know what's... It makes me afraid to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> you need a safe space for that? I kind of do. <laughs> But you know, my friend uh, Skip, he he was a he was a football player in high school, and he became a football coach and things like that. And he's really, uh, as a teacher, he's really uh, f- uh, really good for discipline and things like that. He even teaches other teachers how to classroom manage and things. Teacher, like that. teacher. A teacher, teacher. Yeah. Teacher boss. Yeah. So he was talking to me about, and this was unrelated to Aaron Hernandez, but that conversation came up after I finished the documentary. It's like all these like athletes that uh, go to high school, college, and then these you know, NFL, NBA, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, since high school, their coaches start vouching for them, uh, you know, to get easier grades. Oh yeah, and to avoid like you know having to deal with certain issues. Yeah, like they get pampered so much. Yep. And then in college, it's the same thing. Coaches go all the time to the professors and go like, hey. Um, can, it's all about money. It's all about the money. But because of all that money, you're pampering people to the point. And already athletes, and we, we all know athletes. I'm not saying athletes are bad people or anything like yeah. that. But what I'm saying is athletes in general tend to have that exuberance about them because, you know, they're, they're, it's the environment they grow up in, you know, strength and that sporty environment. So that cockiness is just multiplied like a hundred times. It's because in college with athletes, it's they're treated as products. Yeah. Um, and South Park does an episode about it, the Crack Baby um, yeah. Athletic Association. Mm-hmm. Because they go to these towns where they've got amazing football players, yeah. but the living rate with families is not the best. Yeah. And they know they can take them, mold them, put them in these tiny dorm rooms, give them free college, whatever, but they'll fucking work them to the bone mm-hmm. for those alumni, that alumni money for the football games, all that shit. Yeah. Those... Like, with, I think it's, like, college basketball. They have video games. Yeah. Like, actual players. Yeah. Students. Those kids don't get any of that fucking money. Yeah, and March Madness, you know, all college football, too. And it's college, insane. And college no, they don't get any of that money in college. And it's just prepping them for them to get fucked even more by their new family when they get to the pros. Yeah. Like, hey, get ready for more brain damage and your body getting fucking destroyed. Like... He was still, like, he had $40 million and he was still living like a piece of shit. Hanging out in, like, the weirdest parts of town, doing hood stuff, shooting, like, robbing people. Like, 
What was the they want? He was gonna rob a semi-pro football player. <laughs> which, what was the point of that? Which is the other thing is that most of these athletes are great athletes, but when you start looking at it, though, not all of them are college material. No. And then you put them in a college environment. They're not there for the studies. No. He, what did he do? He got tatted the fuck up. The second he got to fucking University of Florida, he he got tattoos everywhere. It's just like, and, and you start looking at it, and you start seeing patterns of destruction. Like, it, what, what this opened my eyes to is that we need to really rethink how we handle, like, sports in general. Yeah. Like... Because we're setting up these kids for failure. Like, oh, 100%. Like, 100% failure. Because what happens if if you're playing college, right? Uh, and all of a sudden, you don't get hired for one of the pros. Like, do you just become... Uh, no, you go semi-pro, you coach, you... No, uh, <laughs> There's yeah. options, but Yeah, it's but like... at the same time, do you just drop out of college? Because... Then if, if you you don't get picked, you play your four years. But what is your life after then? Um. See, those are the things that, that, that you built up the, these kids and everything like that. They squeeze all the money out of you. Some of, of, some of them make it to the pros, but not all of them. And then you start seeing the cycle all, all, over and over and over. And it, it's just sad. No, it is. Because it was a sad documentary. The whole thing was like depressing. Yeah. Like you feel bad for his wife. You feel I've honestly. I even feel bad for him in many ways too. Yeah, it's like if what everyone's saying he went through is true, like then one hundred percent, like that's like does what he did justify? By no mm, means. No you can't means. be shooting at people. This isn't life. Is not Grand Theft Auto. No. You can't just be hopping in cars and shooting people. At lights, for knocking drinks, mm -hmm. looking at you funny. It's like the whole thing was bizarre, though. His poor daughter, Odin Lloyd's family, I feel terrible for. Yeah. I, I see, at the end of the day, I, I just think that sports need to be reevaluated. And the whole system is fucked up. And there's it, so much money in it, though. It's but there's like so they, much money in it. It's, they won't. They're like, wait, the formula works. It's fine. Yeah, because it's... Oh, just because a few of them need stronger helmets. It's fine. Nope, we're good. And, and not only that, like, for example, because he's just one example of, in the last few years, you've seen how many, how many athletes have just... Oh, just... Domestic abuse. Yeah, let's look at Michael Vick's brain for what he wants right? to do to dogs. I'm sure there's a lot of shit wrong up there too. You, you get what I'm saying? It's yeah, like no, 100%. it's this messed up thing. But at the same time, and this is what my buddy Skip was telling me is that you coddled this mentality from high school that you can do shit and you can get away with it because you're special. Yeah. Because you're special. It's. That's why everybody was so happy when Aunt Becky got arrested for fucking that yeah. college shit. Like, yeah. money can't always fucking get, get away with everything. Yeah. But I think he expected, like, an O.J. Simpson situation. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Then he flipped it on us. And he O.J.'d himself. Because <laughs> I think part of the difference between... And, and I think... Uh, and, I, and I mentioned this uh, in the Ted Bundy episode... Is that one of the things that really saves us right now is technology. 
like you get you get into that rampant like pattern of destruction like he does it does catch up to you faster than before yeah whereas a few years ago it would have been uh what 10 years 20 years uh just killing people and all of a sudden people start seeing patterns yeah what did it take his pattern started in 2007 2012 he was already you know this is like making of a mind in the mind hunter of Aaron Hernandez murderer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like literally. a combination of making a murderer, mind hunter. No, it, this honestly, this whole Netflix docu series, it was amazing. Yeah, they did. I learned too much about Aaron Hernandez. I went from not knowing jack shit to knowing way too much about yeah. this guy. Now my Google searches is like. All my ads are like, oh, crime con? You want to go to crime con? I'm like, no, maybe. I don't know. I don't... Who, who's going to be there? <laughs> Aaron Hernandez's ghost. If Kathleen Zellner is going to be there, I would totally <laughs> fucking go. I would take like a Jay and Silent Bob photo with Can her. Can you imagine? Like me like... Kissy face. You imagine this like a crime con, and there's just a bunch of serial killers, but they're all in chains. And then there's cosplay at a crime con. I don't. I feel like that would be inappropriate. And then you, and then you can have them sign your autograph. You know, you know, people celebrating their that evil and wicked ways. No, it's mostly about like court shit. It's like uh, Nancy Grace, (laughs) like it's like a guest. Like speaker, I think I keep seeing that like ads for it. Crime con. I don't Here know. in Orlando. All right, you gotta maybe Google it. Oh, I need to see. Which, by the way, talk about Orlando. This is just a separate subject. Did you get your balls freezed out? Your metaphorical balls oh, freezed yeah, off no yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was or for Orlando was pretty cold. I have to say it's. Um, when I it actually got warmer as the night got on, but I had to work yesterday. And when I left, I was like, "Oh, it's in the 30s." Got it. Okay, so CrimeCon 2020 is going to be in Orlando. It's May 1st through the 3rd. It's at the World Center Marriott. We went there for holiday in Surrey. I remember <coughs> saying that a bunch of times. Um, who's going to be there? Oh, we can volunteer. Oh, let's volunteer. New guests and podcasts announced each month. Yeah. We're good. We're good for right now. So it's presented by Oxygen. So from the makers of Snapped and like Women Who Kill and like all that shit. We love it. First guest announced. Okay, so we got some first. Jose Baez. For real? Kelly Siegler from Cold Justice. Dr. Michael Baden, the forensic uh, pathologist. He, I, I don't know. He, 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 is. D- yo, he does all the autopsy. Oh, yeah. He does the autopsy shows on HBO. Wow. We have cult, people from Cold Justice. I don't. I don't see that one. Doctor Maurice Godwin, forensic investigator. He looks like uh, more pissed is off. Is Doctor G going to be there too? I wonder. Doctor. Oh no, more guests coming soon. They have no idea. Ooh, so podcast scheduled to appear are The Trail Went Cold, um, Invisible Choir, and then Voices for Justice. Voices for Justice. Okay. Oof. <laughs> if you're interested in being a speaker or a podcaster in the future event, please let us know. All right. I'll start composing our email. Hello. Shalom. My name is Ashley Stashbox. 
and I represent a small faction of people. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to start it as the John Benet Ramsey ransom note. <laughs> because, but I think that would get their attention yeah. if I got it, if I started it like the John Benet Ramsey yeah. note. Is it weird that I know the beginning of that? <laughs> it's a little <laughs> bit weird. We represent a small that. faction of people. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. My, my They'll be like, this girl's diehard into crimes. Because, okay, so what initially got me interested in, like, what it, w- looking at what it was, mm-hmm. was there was a photo of Ryan Ferguson. Okay. Who was one of Kathleen Zellner's bigger cases of an innocent man who was in prison mm-hmm. for almost, I think it was almost, like, 15 years. I was going to say, about 20, right? It was a long time. Um, and then, because she's such a bad bitch, she got him out, and now he's free. And I was like, oh, my God, people like that go? And then I got sad because I was like, Stephen Avery should be at something like that. And then him and Brendan Dassey are still in prison. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, like I said, you're going to have death row and people are just going to be there. So depressing. I, I think it's just going to be criminologists and things like oh, that. Yeah. But I mean, what would you say if you met Jose Baez? How? I think I would just go, okay. No, I, I'll, I'll, I would just like shake my hang on. All right. No, I, I, I literally will ask. Because I can't how. spit in his face. I'll be like, how? I would also probably slip him a Mickey and then ask him what really the fuck happened. Because you know he both, knows. In both, in both cases, no. You know no he knows. Well, we know what happened with Aaron Hernandez. No, but the last bits, though. The oh, juicy, that's a whole. Yeah, those juicy bits are. I'm going like, is he actually gay or bisexual? Did he actually kill himself? Is he single? (laughs) Is he single? Because I'm interested in a ghost uh, apparition for me from Aaron Hernandez. As and 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 with that signal, (laughs) no, it's um, I find it interesting. No, for last thing I'll say about it's really the question would be how, how how could you live. And did he really? So I and there's also that rumor, quick sidebar about how Jose Baez was literally fucking Casey Anthony, and that's like, she couldn't afford him, like, and that's what she was, how she was paying for like his legal services it was like they were like in a full blown like sexual relationship in his office. Mm-hmm. Like there's, p- people have come out and say like they caught them, like his pants down, her like mid fillet. You know, Mid-fillet? so... mid That's how you offer it? You go, like, God, babe, you, you need some mid-fillet? She's mid-filet. like, yeah. I don't know. I would want to know about that, too. Well, it's interesting. See, all these things are things that we would be asking, but I'm pretty sure they're just going to go, I like... I don't think we're going to get press passes for CrimeCon. No, we're not. I'll try, though. Let's try. I'm not going to. i got enough on my plate. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been fun. Episode uh, 63 has been amazing. But you know what's in the horizon? Episode 64. Episode 64, but in the future horizon. Episode 69. Yes. Yeah. 69 is uh, upon us. And we have a bunch of really cool things planned for... The Wing House girls might make an appearance. Um, Yeah, actually. They might be making an appearance. And there might be a a video that be sprawling over the internet about the Wing House. Yeah. That's fair. Let's just say that there will be sauces. 100%. But no wings. Super medium. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's on that note. Ashley Sashbox signing and off. 
We'll catch you in two weeks. And this is the delicious Big Money Eddie signing off too. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye.